Hello, and welcome to the Strategic Insights Podcast, brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I am Tim Deitch, Senior Performance Consultant at Strategic Enhancement Group, and today I'm joined by Susan Hall, Vice President of Business Development and Performance Improvement. Welcome, Susan. Hi, Tim. It's great to be here. Well, glad you're here. Uh, You know, this podcast is one of a series that addresses the challenges we feel when we work with clients and coworkers that exhibit unique communication styles, unique meaning they're different than ours. There are four styles we'll speak to during this series, but only one today. But the four styles are, first, the analytical style. That's a person who's task-focused, deliberate, and thoughtful, and they prefer process. There's also the expressive style. That person is a people-focused person. They're verbal. They like to think out loud. They're creative, and they're very demonstrative in when they communicate. The third one is the amiable style. That's also a people-focused person. However, they're very diligent. They prefer harmony. They would like collective input from people. And then there's the fourth one, the driver, the task and results-oriented person. They like to get to the point. They like to use their time wisely. Each of our podcasts addresses one of these styles, and today we'll be talking about that customer or client of yours who has the driver style. We'll start with by describing some of the characteristics of the driver style, and then we'll share practical tips and action steps to make the most of your relationship with this style person and ensure that your relationship produces as, as productive as possible outcome for both of you. So let's start with characteristics. The the customer or client who is a driver is a task-oriented person. They're very results-oriented in their interest and in their dialogue. In a business meeting, they tend to be direct and decisive in communication. You know, this is the customer that wants to get right down to business and leave small talk until the end of a meeting, if at all. You know, physically, they can be they can be stern or they can come across that that way as as a quietly intense person with few facial gestures. Right. They'll listen closely while you speak, but might interrupt you if you don't stick to the point or stay on something that they're interested in. They'll also make declarative statements as opposed to to more inquisitive questions and so forth. So, Susan, what what are some of the other behavioral cues you see in a driver who is a customer or a client? Right. Well, they they like control. So drivers want options as opposed to being positioned to accept one single solution. So I think that's something to keep in mind when you're making a proposal to a driver is always to have a few options in mind that you can discuss. And you definitely want to talk about the probabilities of gaining results with each one of those options. Credibility also means everything. I mean, it does with any style, right? That's part of trust building. Um, with drivers especially, you know, it's it's important that you, you stay on task, that you tie everything back to what's important to them in terms of results, and, and make sure that you're doing what you can to maintain your, your credibility and demonstrating your competence. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, um, in my case, the truth is I love working with a customer who is a driver. I like somebody who's all about results and productivity and, and those who want to use their time efficiently. 
you know, they base decisions on evidence and outcomes, and they think in terms of ROI. So what I found is that their people are few words often, right? Mm-hmm. But when they commit to you, they almost always follow through. And Absolutely. I enjoy, uh, yeah, I enjoy that in a driver. Yeah, so do I. In fact, one way or the other, you know that you're going to get a decision pretty quickly yes. with a driver. So from a, a sales point of view, they're not a style that likes to drag things out, um, you know, have a lot of process. So if, if, uh, if you can convince them, again, through evidence, through facts, through probabilities and options, you'll get a decision quickly one way or the other. Right. And so so let's let's go from there, Susan, the things we really like about them, about that ability to get a quick decision often. What are the things that frustrate us about a person of the driver style, especially a customer who's a driver? Yeah, well, they can be controlling. You know, they again, they like control. They can be a bit autocratic under stress, you know, do it uh, without a lot of explanation. So they can sometimes come across as short. Uh, and for some styles that whose decision-making process is different, for example, analyticals who want some time to really analyze before you know, make sure that they're offering up the best solution or opinion, or amiables who may want to check with other team members before they put a, a decision forward. You know, and expressives who are brainstorming, drivers can get impatient with all of that. Yeah. Um, they can they can view those types of decision making styles as being indecisive when they're in reality they're just different. So that's something to keep in mind. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and one I'll add to it is sometimes, especially as a customer, they can simply become quiet. You know, mm-hmm. you, you may have a really good meeting with them and you really hone in together and you're aligned and they say to you, yes, this is something that interests me. Let's revisit this at X point. They'll then go quiet. You know, they'll not respond to your next call until the time makes sense to them. Right. Um, and if we don't watch it in a sales position, we'll read silence as, uh, as the end of a relationship or they've disconnected from it when they really just don't think it's time to revisit it, no matter how wildly in agreement we were on something. Exactly. Um, exactly. You yeah. may not, you may not get a lot of feedback from this particular style until you get a yes or a no. Right. Absolutely. And so one of the reasons why I love the driver as a customer is I know that if they tell me that they're interested in what we're talking about, I know we'll be able to revisit it down the road with almost certainty. Right. And my job is to be patient uh, until we get there. Right. So speaking of those type of tips, let's talk about some actions that we can take uh, with a customer who is uh, who is a driver. A few things. Credibility is everything to them, and they don't want their time wasted, all right? So you get high marks for both if you're always on time and you end on time. They appreciate receiving an agenda, not just because it's, um, it, it helps lay out what you'll talk about, but it proves to them that you're organized, that you're focused, right. and that, that, that appeals to them. Related, get to the point, get to the task in hand. They're truly not interested in small talk. Even if you're a person who thinks rapport and small talk is essential, they don't. So maybe when the business is completed, 
at the end of such a meeting, they might go to small talk, but get to the point, that's their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Another is to uh, be prepared with the information and on results and ROI. And Susan, you mentioned this before. Um, if they can't intuitively see results, you'll need to bring that evidence to them. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we don't want to confuse bringing evidence with, the, with, with trying to sell them that you have some kind of a can't miss solution. They're not opposed to taking risks or responding to challenges, you know, and they might actually be cynical if you suggest that a certain idea or solution is guaranteed to work or that your service will be impeccable. Talk is cheap to them, right? And, uh, and your actions will matter most. Um, the last thing I have is to initiate interest in assessing progress. Measuring results is important to them. They'll appreciate you if you ask them to inform you if things are not progressing or, or if you ask to be invited and in, in involved in measuring progress and results. This shows them that you care as much about results as they do. So, yeah. Susan, what would you add to this list? Yeah, well, that was a good list, Tim. You know, just, just a few more that I would add is words are everything, right? So words that resonate with drivers are results, efficiency, control, time savings, deadlines, outcomes, deliverables. You know, when you are speaking with a driver, when you're proposing a solution, start with the start with the outcome, the bottom line, the results, and then give them the option of going into more detail if they want it. So think executive summary and appendix. Present the facts logically, appeal to their knowledge versus their feelings. And, and I think it's also important to remember that drivers are motivated by control. So they really do value when you bring options for them to consider um, you know, even if even if you're pretty certain of the solution approach that would benefit them most, they will want to have a say in that. Yeah. And then finally, I'd say, you know, don't don't be intimidated. Show no fear as you answer those difficult questions. Certainly admit when you don't know the answer, as always. Um, but but it's very important that you're you're upfront with every style and, and specifically so with the driver, with what you can and what you can't do. Well, and Susan, I, I love that you use those words of show no fear. Um, you know, it's, uh, that speaks to one of the misconceptions about uh, a driver, especially one who's a customer. You know, drivers can sometimes seem intimidating. They're very direct, you know, but they expect you to get to the point. And, 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 you know, they expect you to bring a point of view to the dialogue, you know, mm -hmm. so that while they speak with, with authority, sometimes they'll make a statement that suggests it, you know, their, their words of wisdom are a foregone conclusion. But I've learned from working with drivers that they, as you said, they can be influenced. What influences them is a succinct point of view based in evidence and results. So if you're prepared, they'll truly value your input and your advice. And even if they don't take it then, they'll look forward to receiving it from you down the road. Um, so Susan, what, would you add any other kind of common misconception or misunderstanding at this point? Yeah, I think so. You know, just, just in the, the sessions that we run around styles, sometimes 
lot of the feedback that drivers get, you know, when the other styles have an opportunity to, t- to talk about their perceptions is that, that they're sometimes view, viewed as cold or unfeeling or that they don't care. And, and, and it's, it's really interesting to see the driver's reactions to that, because like all people, you know, we all have a full range of emotions and feelings. It's just that we some some of us, you know, choose, you know, to show them or not show them as readily and drivers don't. Um, so I, I think that's really important to remember that that uh, um, I mean, driver drivers can experience all those emotions. Um, they just absolutely have a, yeah, they just have a combination of controlled behavior and very declarative statements, which makes them seem um, like everything they're saying sometimes is putting a stake in the ground. And to your point, Tim, that's not always the case. You can absolutely influence their style. Very well said, Susan. Yeah. I think finally, the, the last misconception that I talk about is that most leaders are drivers. Um, you know, many feel that, well, you know, gosh, this person's in a position of leadership that, you know, he or she must be a driver because that's what they do. I mean, they make decisions, they get results. And yet the research shows that all four styles are represented in leadership roles. So it really is about, you know, how can you be versatile? In fact, when we think about leadership, leaders who are versatile, regardless of what style they are, can be up to 40% more productive and effective than those who aren't. Yes. So something to remember. Yes, absolutely. Versatility is everything. And it's really the basis behind us bringing this series uh, to our listeners. So let's summarize our conversation. The driver customer is often the style easiest to identify, but sometimes the toughest to please, right? They're bottom line, take charge people who want to make efficient and productive use of their time. So the key is not to fight this style by trying too hard to impress them. It's actually to help them be decisive by offering options to them, supporting them in getting the results they need. Pragmatically, be on time and be prepared. And don't be intimidated or afraid to argue a different point than something they might suggest. Be ready to share your educated point of view. They'll respect you for it. And even if they initially don't agree, They'll seek out your opinion if they know you're prepared. Susan and I thank you for listening. And we also know we've just scratched the surface today. So if you have additional questions or thoughts, please visit us at strategicenhancement.com.